You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson, and it's a lovely, lovely, what is, what is today? Thursday. Yep, I'm glad you pulled it out because you were quicker than me. Right, right, right. I'm like, is it Wednesday? Day seven. Is it Tuesday? I, I've lost track. It doesn't matter one bit. <laughs> it's Groundhog Day is what day it is. Yes. That um, looked like a tremendous contested battle there. I'm not sure who won it. Yeah, Joey Porter and... And Butler. Yeah, it was a jump ball, and I'm not sure who they're going to give credit to on that There's one. There's officials that was a down there, and they're not. They didn't signal touchdown. No, I, I don't think he came down with it in two feet. If yeah. he caught it, and it might have been an interception, but that was just a big guy rebounding fiasco in the corner of the end zone. Yes, very physical. And real quick, I, I know we're, we'll say hello to everybody and all that too. But a minute ago, I know a lot of people made a big deal out of this on the far field. They're doing those backs versus backers as receivers again. Yes. And McFarland took one 70 yards or whatever. But, hey, I'm ex- – ooh, another nice play here. A little flag on that one. Was it? Yeah. I, said, I mean, I'm, I'm as excited as anyone about McFarland, but he should like that drill. He kills <laughs> He should he kill that drill, everybody. but right, yeah. It's, it's almost like watching an NFL prospect in a D2 game. Right, 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 you right. You better dominate You should that. win that yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. They're asking a linebacker to guard 80 yards and all the width of the field. I now, mean, so. this, the one you're doing now, Matt, is a little bit different than the ones you're This doing. one is. You're right. Because you have two, two backers and, two, and a tight end and a, mm-hmm. and a running back. So there's some passing off of guys and things of that yeah, nature. Yeah, it, 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 I should have led with that, to be honest with you, because we haven't seen a lot of this. But in the, in the close field, the, 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 they're doing route combinations. Yeah. In the far field, they're doing route combinations, but I think it's with tight ends and backs. Where yeah. here, it's two receivers, you know, so it is a little different. It's not true you, one-on-one. You'll layer that all together, mm-hmm. right, 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 both right. offensively and defensively. But you get more reps this way, and you get, yeah. your, you know, right, if right. Your, your reads are quicker and all those things, too, for the quarterback. So it all adds up, but it's a tough chore for the defense. Oh, it really is. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. just, it's, there's no help. There's no it's help. There's one-on-one. A whole lot of blades of grass you got to defend. Absolutely. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. Our ongoing coverage from St. Vincent College, Steelers practice sessions. Today is day number six? Seven. Seven? Seven? Yeah. Yes, we've been here a little over a week. Yeah. Feels, yeah. feels like a month. So in some ways, yes. In some ways, it went quick. <laughs> but a lot of Groundhog Day. A lot of Groundhog Day. The uh, first team offense and first team defense both on the field here. Uh, getting ready for some stuff. The Steelers are unpadded today, mm-hmm. I might add, Taking a- uh, after ba- back-to-back days in pads. Um, I don't have the list, but there's some veterans that are getting rest as well. Isaac Samalu not out there. Um, That's what Deontay, Deontay and Alan Robinson not are not. Out there. Allen Robinson not out there. Defensively, uh, looks like no T.J. Watt. I don't no see Cam, Cam Hayward. Hayward yeah. right. So you're getting a look at some other guys, giving your veterans a, an extra day of rest before you go into tomorrow night's practice. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I guess we should have seen this coming. 
100%. Um, you know, I did know that, uh, you know, I figured they were going to finish with a little two-minute action today. Yep. And they will do some uh, two-minute type situations to end practice. So that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, High-paced, of course. Yeah, we haven't seen any of that yet in this training camp. They they do it in OTAs. They do it some in, mini, you know, the mm-hmm. mini camp st- settings here. But uh, things get ramped up a little bit more here. You're on a full football field, first of all. No, yeah, right, right, right. I mean, it's, there's people watching. There's, yeah. there's you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a little different. A little bit better tempo yeah. and a little more realistic and, yeah. Closer to closer to game time. Pickett steps up under center. This is typically inside run stuff here. The first one was a yeah. run, but yeah. Oh, a nice little. I think you are allowed to. You could throw. To yeah, play action. Yeah, you know, that's what they did there. And yeah, that was a play action to the right. Connor Hayward came from that side mm-hmm. at the as snap, a motion player, as a right? Motion player, and came out uh, to the flat. It's tough to defend, man. Yeah, I mean they're doing so much of it, where a running back. Nice game too. That would have been a nice game, too, right? That was not artificial in any way. Uh, the play action sold to Pickett's right and then quick boot to the left and got it out of his hands quickly. Not as easy a throw as you would think, rolling to your left. You know, right, think, right. And it has to come out now. With some touch, and you want to put yep. it where he can catch it and, and go on the run. You don't want to throw exactly. it behind him where he has to stop and reset his feet and give the defense a chance to close. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think Kenny's going to be a really good quick game player. Yeah, he uh, seems to be pretty accurate in those things. Here's a pitch to the left. To Harris and he gets uh, gets some good yardage there. Mm-hmm. Again, tough. To Again, tell. it's hard on yeah. the blocking and you know the effort and all that stuff. So I, yeah. I dug up this little stat today, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was a little preview of my five for Friday today. Uh, one of the, the notes that I had um, years. Uh, Najee Harris is going to be twenty five this year. He is twenty five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, year three. Well, for, for him, him, it's right. year three. Yeah. For Le'Veon Bell, for example, it was year five. Yeah, okay, they came out of college, yeah. different ages, right. Um, Le'Veon Bell, in year, when he was 25, in, in 15 games, 321 carries, which led the league, 1,291 yards, nine touchdowns, a career-high 85 receptions, and uh, 655 yards rushing. He had 11 total touchdowns that year. Would you say that was his best season? I just don't know off the top of my head. I'm not looking his at the numbers. His second year might have been better. Okay. I mean, there uh, was a couple thir- in a row that were great. He had 1361. He had he had 84 or 81 catches. I think, no, it was 83 catches that year for 854 yards, and he did score 11 touchdowns as well. But the volume, like the 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 volume in terms of the, uh, he played one more game that year than what he played. Gotcha. In 2017, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. he missed. So, he, so per game, yeah. Per game, he was, you know, that was probably his, you know, he averaged 86.1 yards per game. The year before that, when he was 24, he actually averaged 105.7, but he missed some games due to suspension. Okay, and he was really shining yeah, as a those receiver. Were, those too. were his two years, that three-year period or four-year period when he was at the height of his powers. That's when he was first picking the fantasy draft type yeah. guy, yeah. Franco Harris, at age 25, had his best year hmm. statistically, a career-high 1,246 yards, uh, 10 touchdowns, he also caught uh, 28 passes for another 214 yards. Um, Le'Veon Bell's 25 this year. Yeah, yeah, no, there's something said for that. I mean, I think knowing the speed of the game, how to maintain your body, two full off seasons, things like that, you know, that ilk, um, receiving skills, which is different than the Franco era, of course, yeah. but similar to Bell. Uh, they have three good receiving backs, but Najee's as good as any of them, especially in terms of hands and catching radius and those things. I don't know that he'll run Lev Bell routes out of the slot to that degree because he was McCaffrey-like for his time. Um, but that, I think that expectations should be high for Najee this year. 
Yeah, I think so. And, and uh, you know, I, I should note as well that he has more rushing yards than both Franco Harris and Le'Veon Bell had in their first two years. Does he? Yeah. Okay. He, I saw a stat the other day, too. He has the most touches of anyone in the league over the last two years, right. too. And you he's know. sixth in, in rushing yards and total yards in that period. Is he? People okay. Call, the people calling him a bust oh, or no. a wasted that's, pick. That's crazy. If you're sixth in the league in rushing yards and total yards over that two-year period. Since you've been in the league. You're not a bust. You, no, no, no. You've maybe been a, he hasn't lived up to, quite lived up to your expectations, but he's not a bust. No, and – it's also partially because whole oh, first round never use a first round pick on a back and all that, but if he's picked like six picks later, everyone thinks it's different. I yeah. mean, it's always a weird conversation. Yeah, Nick Chubb was too. taking like eight picks after Le'Veon. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's an early yeah. second, you know, right? These guys are early second round picks, and that that's well, that's fine. But you know, if you take a guy at twenty four as a running back, that's somehow bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a strange delineation, really. And as I noted at the time. That whole don't take a running back in the first round thing sounds great until you look at your roster and you say, well, we don't have a starter. No, of course. We need this guy to come in and start. Mm -hmm. And I'm really impressed with Jalen Warren. Uh, McFarland's having a very good camp, and he's getting more and more opportunity, you know, which I think speaks volumes of what the staff thinks of him. And just looking at Warren's rookie year, he had better efficiency metrics than Najee. I yeah. mean, it, but most number two backs do. I mean, right. I bet. I, I mean, it's before my time and before the running back efficiency was a thing or whatever. But I bet Amos Zaraway was more efficient than Bettis, or you know what I mean. Like that it's was just the, a, it's easier the, to be the, the the number two. Yeah, that was the the conundrum that that Bill Cowher kept running into. Like, you know, Richard Huntley. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's well. He he was way more effect, uh, effective than Bettis last year. Yeah, but he's running against third down defenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, lighter boxes. Amos Arroway's, you know, when if you're running against you know, on third downs, you're yeah, you're going to average more yards per carry. Oh, of course, you know, especially third and long. Of the, course, yeah, the defense is more than willing to give up a five yard run on third and eight. Right, 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 right. And I, I know it's not a ton of snaps, but like Bettis is the perfect example ever. If you need one yard, he's going to get it, but right. then his yards per carry goes down. Right. <laughs> you know, like All he those did goal that line job. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, I mean, Najee obviously has some of those qualities too. And, hey, I don't know if Warren can or cannot, quote, carry the load, but I know Najee can. I mean, there's a mindset to it. There's a physicality right. to it. So it's not just apples to apples where you say, well, he had 100 carries and averaged 5.4 4 yards a carry, and player B had 300 carries and averaged you know, 3.4, if we flip them, that'll stay the same. Oh, it probably by the way, not. don't put the ball on the ground. Well, that too. As we just watched Darius Hagans with the carry there. Noticed him today. He's he's had four fumbles in two days. I know. It's been a rough and um, Carrying yeah. the football around high and tight coming off a uh, you know, morning walkthrough today. Like mm. Walking around campus with that ball high and tight. You can't – you will not make the team if you put the ball on the ground. Fumbles and lack of pass protection are – especially rookie Killers. things that destroy yeah. you. And Najee was great at both from the start. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, you, you know, those kind of things can't be discounted here. I know we're not describing a lot of the uh, inside run stuff that's happening here, but as we mentioned, they're not in pads today. So Yeah, you're not missing a ton. No, yeah. we're not. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. This is our live ongoing coverage from Steelers training camp practices here at St. Vincent College. And uh, – well, we got the uh, – Looks like the twos out there the three, with, with the threes Mason. now. Mason, Mason, oh, Mason's back. Yeah, okay. Mason Rudolph back there now. And a little stretch. Yeah, that is a three. Outside stretch here. 
to. Uh, it's funny. I saw Washington and I saw Green initially, so I just assumed that's a two. Yeah. But that's a pretty good group of threes. You yeah. Know? That was uh, thirty-eight. Uh, Greg Bell um, with the carry on that one. They're looking. They're looking there. They're searching for an extra another they're, back. They're churning the yeah, bottom yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. The bottom of that. You know. Because I, I really like the three they have, as mentioned, and again, so especially like challenge McFarland a little bit. Yeah, and none play special team. Well, Warren plays some. I mean, none's going to be Benny Snell though in terms of special teams. And newsflash: running backs get hurt. You know, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're going you're to go through more than three in the season. Well, and that's been you know the the great thing about Najee Harris is that even when he has been a little nicked up. He's, oh, he started he the season played, not yeah. himself. You know, right. He still played. He played through that stuff. That, that's part of the workhorse mentality. Yeah. I always think of the Walter Paytons and Emmett Smiths that you just knew they were going out there even though Emmett's shoulder's hanging on, you know, it's on the ground basically. Yeah, he's you in, know? You know, shoulder's in a harness or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and there's that's no never, doubt who's going to play if he's When they say things like that, well, he's playing with a, a, sh- a harness on his shoulder. That means he probably can't lift his, his <laughs> arm above his shoulder. <laughs> right. You know? Like don't throw him a pass over his head because right. he's not catching it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's that, not because ah, he needs a little extra protection. No, his shoulder is detached. That's tough like guy that. stuff, yeah. That's tough guy stuff, yeah. <laughs> it, it is funny, though, how the broadcasters and the TV kind of brush it up. Yeah, I think yeah. he's got a shoulder harness on or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, his shoulder is not in its socket, and it hasn't been for three yeah. days or something. Yeah, yeah. it kind of hurts. That's painful. And it doesn't work. I've done that. That, that does not feel good. <laughs> I'm sure. we got special teams here. Looks like Puncho. When you can't brush your own teeth. That's a problem. That's a problem. It's hard to play football that way, but many do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, doing some uh, punt stuff here. Gunnar Olszewski, the first uh, punt returner up. Uh, Calvin Austin back there as well. We haven't talked about that much. I mean, it's not set in stone who the return guys are yet, huh? It, it is not. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other guy back there is Jordan Bird, number 16. I would think those would be your the guys who get a chance to do that mm-hmm. in games. And really – Gunnar, when Gunnar Olszewski is the biggest of the three. And the most physical. and yeah. you know, Like he'll block on offense, things like that too. Size, I, I, I mean, I don't that, care about that that yeah. much. I mean, reliability. I will say little guys take big hits. Little guys take big hits. And I would, you know, at this stage of their careers, if all it has to do is catch a punt in the driving rain in Buffalo in the AFC Championship game, I would probably trust Gunner more than anybody on the team. Let's ask Danny Smith this question. Mm-hmm. So when you're practicing punts like this, why not get a guy with a hose out there and just start spraying water in the air <laughs> right, right, right. while they're trying to catch the ball? That would be beneficial. Or maybe like you or I sits next to him and noonan, noonan, or hit, <laughs> hits him with like a pillow or something. Yeah. Right. I mean, really, that's kind of what they deal with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's not an easy job. Oh, it's a worse job. I mean, it's a really hard job. And we used to joke on the ESPN podcast I did, it was uh, Robert Flores and I, two non-athletes, you know, and he was convinced he could catch a punt. I'm like, dude, you're going to get your teeth knocked out. You better wear a helmet, and the conditions better be absolutely perfect out of a jugs machine, and you'll catch one out of 50. Yeah, catching it know? out of the jugs machine, a little bit different than catching it off the foot of a uh, punter. Yeah. Who, Especially when they're end over they end can, they and some of the weird they, stuff they do to it. They can turn that thing over like your like your golfers. Mm-hmm. Make it fade left, make it fade right, knuckle. Oh, yeah. Um, all kinds of things that they can do to, to make it very difficult to catch. And, again, then you add the wind factor in. You add, you know, you're looking up into the rain. Oh, or, you know, or the lights. Or the lights. Or the dark. Yeah. Or, oh, by the way, it's – a lot of pressure you're on the road you know you're total goat if you don't you know if you screw it up you might you blow one of those you're not gonna be back there again no right 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 so those things need to work itself out on this team 
Yeah, um, that's one area that's that certainly not uh, settled yet. I would think Gunner needs you – now, he's up against it for a roster spot. Yeah. And he would need to clearly be the guy there. And – Maybe everyone else sort of fail. Well, not everyone else, but Austin. Kind of Austin to, in particular would yeah, fail. Yeah, because yeah. Austin's going to make the team. Yeah, if he put one on the ground in the preseason, that would might. All of a sudden, you might be even that would looking at the waiver wire. That would or, help him. It would more sure than, help Gunner, yeah. Or help Gunner more than it would hurt Austin. In terms of making the team, in terms yes. Of making the team. Absolutely. And you could maybe find one, but then is he able to play receiver or, you know. Right, yeah. Or, That's the, you know. It's one thing you lost when you lost Cam Sutton. He could always because, get you out of the because game. Because yeah, Sutton could, was always there to, you know, maybe if, if you had to, if something happened to your main guy, mm-hmm. you could put him back there and he could just, you know, catch the ball. I mean, yeah. he was a pretty good return guy at Oh, Tennessee, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he still practiced that when he was here. He just never did it in the games. It wasn't called upon. Yeah. Or even, I mean, you don't you didn't want Antonio Brown out there every snap. Well, and but you do still have Deontay Johnson, who's really I guess he could handle yeah. it. I was sitting there scanning my brain. I was thinking more D-backs. I mean, I bet Minka could catch a punt. Pat but Peterson has done it a little Peterson, bit. Peterson, he used to do it gonna, really well, Yeah, actually, you're not going to put those guys back there. That's not what you want. I that's mean, if, want. if it's just to go back there and just catch the punt. Because everybody's hurt or whatever, yeah. just yeah, catch the but punt. But that's all you're getting out of those guys, because you don't want them running around back there with the ball. Not Most likely not. Yeah. You know, right. Um, as for kickoff returner, I would think McFarland has the edge, or you'd yeah. want him to win that job, and should be decent at it. But how many? You know, is he going to get ten many, opportunities all year? I say it's not that important as it used to yeah. be. That's for sure. Um, but he didn't do. He didn't field one of them last year. Yeah, he made right. zero game experience at it. He's done it before in the past. Mm, I know, uh, right? You know, those are easier. Oh, they're easier. Yeah, they are. They are, and it's less important. Less but, crucial if you screw it up, too. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, if you fumble a kickoff, you could most likely you're going to get it. Like, if you don't field it properly, yeah. there's a better chance you you're going to pick you, it back you up. You pick it up and take a knee in, yeah. in the end zone. Although, I wonder, with with these new rules, are more teams going to try to kick it short? With the fair catch stuff? With the fair catch stuff, or are they just going to say, you know what, we're just going to kick it through the end zone? I don't know. Because if you fair catch it, you get it to 25, right? I, I That's what I was not certain it, it, of. If you fair catch it in on the, in the field of play. No matter what, you get a 25. That's kind of like the college rule, yeah. Yeah, I assumed it was the same as college. I think you're right. Um, Which is fine. I mean, I guess if they pooch it down to the one, you might as well fair catch it. Right, yeah. Don't, uh, don't do anything with it. Austin but, can scoot, though. Yeah, he can move. That's, that's actually uh, – Oh, no, that's the other guy. Yeah, that, that's actually um, Jordan Bird. Bird. Yeah. He's been around a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's even – he's 5'9", 170. Oh, he's a rookie. rookie I was thinking, of, yeah, okay. somebody else I was thinking of. It was a bird that's yeah. been in the league that's smaller. But uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You are, we are live from Steelers training camp practices here at St. Vincent College. The Steelers are taking part in practice number seven as we speak. Um, when we come back, I'm assure, assuming they'll be done with this uh, special teams period mm-hmm. and they'll be moving on to something a little more interesting. Uh, but we'll see what that is when we come back right after this. Black and gold football lives here 24-7. You're listening to SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We are live from Steelers training camp practice here on the campus of St. Vincent College. The Steelers uh, working on a little uh, coming out of their own backed-up offense. I guess yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yep. 
They're, uh, the offense is at the 11. Uh, the defense is on the field here. And uh, these are situations where you typically see more quick stuff coming. The ball getting – Yeah, you don't want to take a sack here. Yeah. You know, right. Getting the ball out quickly. And so that's what we've seen the first two reps here. Uh, Kenny Pickett awaiting the snap. He takes a snap. Najee Harris uh, waits, picks up a blitz there. A little quick uh, – not, yeah, it's not super quick, but he, he scanned down the field a little bit there and had to, took the outlet pass to, to uh, Zach Gentry. Mm-hmm. Would have been about a five-yard gain, and that's a that's a win in this next situation. Yeah, it at least gives you some breathing room. And, yeah. yeah, right. And in a way, the defense probably isn't too upset about it either. You, you gave right. it five yards, and they lost it down. You know, so everybody kind of accepts it. Yeah. Is that the uh, nor- like a five-yard gain in the NFL? Like you'll take that offensively and defensively. Yeah, I mean, you it's didn't like, get hurt defensively. It's kind of like a tie. Right. Yeah, I would say second and five is pretty neutral. Yeah. Okay. A little motion there from right to left by Pat, by, uh, Pat Firemuth. He motions back. Pickett takes the snap. Hits uh, Gunner Olszewski yeah, wide open. for about a uh, 12-yard gain. Yeah. Got a lot of separation on that route. Yeah, working against uh, Joey Porter Jr. there. That, mm-hmm. Those are probably the receivers that Porter Jr. is going to uh, struggle the most with the smaller yeah, the quick left-right yeah. type guys, yeah. right. That's a good route concept, too. They they had some motion before, and then three of them ended up sort of in a bunch situation. Where, and then he threw to that side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a tough – to me, that was more of a rookie moment than quickness beating him, you know. Yeah. But I do think the smaller receivers will give him, you know, challenges. Yeah. Now we got Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. He's got Jalen Warren to his left in a sidecar. Takes the snap, and he's looking downfield there. Uh, I'm going to say no catch. That does look like that. Yeah, no catch. That was uh, Miles Boykin. Uh, he he made the catch, but he was pushed out of bounds. He had to uh, extend to go get the ball. And uh, the defensive back, which was uh, number 30 there, which is uh, Chris Wilcox, pushing him out of bounds. Yeah, athletic feet there by him. I mean, went up and yeah. got it. He just didn't get his feet in because of the good play by the defense. It looked to me – Again, we was watching real quick first, but he looked at Gunner first, who yeah, was wide open, yeah. and I thought he should have given it to him. I mean, he, he also had a lot of separation on that. Yeah, one. Gunner was in the slot there. Yeah, and did like a five yard out, and, and he maybe went, just maybe he was looking to get this get get it all at once. Yeah, but. went to the deeper route, and he takes a snap here, scans the the defense here. This time he hits Boykin on a crosser. Mm-hmm. And uh, James Pierre comes up and makes that tackle on that one. So that would have been about a five-yard gain on the crosser. This might also be a blitz period. It looks like they're they're, they're bringing lot, yeah. extra guys quite often. And, and that's typically in those situations where you get the the offense backed up. That's where you really want to blitz. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. If you can cause a big play or you know get the ball out. I mean, those are game changers. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of guys, uh, as we mentioned in the first segment. A lot of uh, veteran players not uh, participating today. Mm-hmm. Veteran day off, uh, including Patrick Peterson on the defense, T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward. Um, so the second unit then has some guys in there as well that uh, you know trying to make this roster. Uh, sure. Let's see here. We got Fajoko out there. We got uh, no. I'm sorry, it's Manny Jones with uh, Armand Watts in yeah. the middle. Get some motion from left to right by Gunnar Olszewski. Now back again to the other side. Nobody went with him, so we assume zone here, I would guess, right? Yeah, the blitz came free on that one, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe it would have got out in time, but there was a totally free untouched rusher there. That was a pretty quick uh, quick dump was, off That was Killebrew, yeah. Yeah, to, to, uh, to McFarland. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Mitch understood it. He's like, I can get the ball out of my hands, right. but I'm not sure if Killebrew would have got home or not. I'm sure you noticed, but seven shots and 
even since the offense has been a little off. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's well, I mean, you're close to doing a, good. A lot things. of you know your regular guys or the guys that the quarterbacks are used to working with. Yeah, working with yeah. some guys that not quite who they typically work with today. We got a bunch to the left this time. We get McFarland, who's on the field with Warren. He motions from left to right. Now he goes back to the bunch on the left side, and Trubisky scans that. Oh, yeah. nice little kind of pick play there mm-hmm. using uh, big number 80, Darnell Washington, to kind of screen off two defenders, and McFarland catches the ball out on the, on the uh, left. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to say flat because that was more like five-yard. Yeah, out. yeah, and more of a short out. But nobody, uh, but nobody was around him when he caught that because Darnell Washington kind of just turned around and – both defenders were kind of right there on his back. My hunch is you mentioned the motion because that was a, a different motion than they use all the time because it was kind of a zigzag motion. He yeah. went, 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 went one way and turned around and came back. And I assume Mitch figured we really are getting man here. Yeah. So they ran these man concepts to kind of rub off each other. That's what offenses call it. Defense calls it a pick. <laughs> <laughs> so however kind you want to be done that way. Yeah, Mason uh, Rudolph in there now and he throws – a quick opal puts right. it on the ground. Nice play there by uh, 38, Madre Harper knocking that ball loose. Yeah, I don't think it was a catch. Yeah, from, close. Uh, Dan Chisna. Um, he caught the ball and, and turned, and just as he turned, um, Harper came in and knocked the mm-hmm. ball out. So Might not have been a football move. A lot of quick game, though, yeah. too. I mean, I mean, they're getting he, it out pretty quick What here. is a football move? That's <laughs> a strange interpretation to me. I mean, they're on a football field. I would assume everything that they do out there is a football move. I think stepping in in between the white lines is a football move. Yes. Um, again, uh, Rudolph in the backfield. He's got a back to his left. Um, I can't see the number of the back. That is 25 just, just out motion there. motion gentry back yeah. in. Haven't seen as much tight end motion. No, no. I mean, if you don't count Hayward. Holding the ball a long time there. He goes deep. Had him there, but just kind of. Really underthrown, yeah. Yeah. Kind of threw it out there where he – I don't think he could really step into that when he had some No, I said there was pressure. a lot of people around him. Yeah. Um, it was all arm. It was all upper body. Right. Running some new uh, new offensive skill position players in there now. I guess these would be your, your fourth guys. Yeah. But you got to get them ready to play. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. play a lot in preseason opener. Absolutely. They're going to play probably the entire fourth quarter, you would think, a lot of these guys. I would think so, there. yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're pushing no. for this one. Rudolph breaks the huddle. He's got uh, the back, in this case, is Greg Bell. He moves him back from the left side or from his right side to his left. Now he gets a motion from uh, right or left to right. Rudolph takes a snap, and he looks left, and he hits the tight end who mm-hmm. came across the, the motion, formation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that is 87. Uh, That's Rodney, Rodney Williams. Williams. He's, He's shown up a few times this camp. He is uh, – not a bad blocker for a guy who's listed at 6'4", 235. Yeah, I would say he's kind of that Evan Ingram body type, you know, kind of moves like a big receiver, thinner waist, long arms, not a bulky, you know, mow-you-down type but of dude. But he showed up but, in backs on backers. He showed yeah, up I was, yeah. when I was watching the uh, one-on-one outside linebackers versus the uh, tight ends drill. He, he, again, willing blocker. He's just a little undersized. but I have no idea if he has special teams acumen or not, but it would go a long way if he did. Yeah, I mean, they they could keep another tight end on the practice squad at, le- at the very least. I would think. If yeah. you're going to play a ton of 12, I mean, you're yeah. going to want five of them on the team in some capacity. You know? Rudolph takes the snap here. He's looking over the middle, and he's going he deep here. Deep oh, he's got him. Got him. If he, if, little uh, underthrown, too. A little underthrown, but. Uh, Came get, out a little late. Yeah, get a little re- good recovery there um, in that situation by. Uh, that was Chesna again. Yeah, and Madre Harper. Uh, yeah. 
That should have been six. But yeah. nice play by Harper to recover, yeah. of course. But it was the right, th- right, right, right uh, throw to make, though. Oh, absolutely. There was nobody Without in the middle of the field. That was what situation. you want. Deep post, and, yeah. that's what we've been looking for. No, they're, they're practicing the stuff that they needed work with yet last year. That's now it looks sure. like they're going to do some third down work here uh, back towards the middle of the field, setting the ball up at the 44-yard line on the offense offensive side of the ball here, uh, looking like third and short. Third and three is what they're setting up here. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Again, this is probably more quick type stuff. Yeah, this looks like ones versus ones again. Yeah, back to ones. Well, ones, ones, ones versus, versus ones as it were today. Ones versus ones and a half, one and a half versus one and a half. There you go. Right. There you go. Uh, just looking here, who the uh, slot looks to be uh, today, 37, Elijah Riley. Like to give you some example, Cody White's out there. I mean, they trust him, but he's not a one, you know. Right, 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 right. Okay. And he's one in motion. motion. He's in motion, and he motions it back, and um, Elijah Riley goes with him there. He's and he looks, he's got George Pickens one-on-one down the side. Up, up, up. He catches it on a tip, but he, the tip came out of bounds. And well George, out of bounds, but yeah. Nice, nice defense there by Joey Porter. Absolutely. I mean, two big, big behemoths that have been going at it all all camp, and uh, Porter was right in his hip pocket there. Yeah, nice job. And uh, Porter might just be getting the hang of this thing. He might be okay. Yeah, I think he's got yeah. a shot. That length is, I mean, again, in the situation, even if you get a step or two behind him, you the quarterback drop still it in, has right. to put it over his head. Right, right, right. Very difficult. Yeah, and you got to put a lot of arc on it to get it to drop straight down. That's why the Russell Wilsons and those guys throw with such so high in the air. You want it to come straight down so that they can run under it okay, as opposed on the line. Anthony McFarland in the backfield on Kenny Pickett's right here. we got uh, two receivers on the bottom, one receiver on the top on the right side. That is Fryermuth by himself over there, and he motions in just a little bit. Oh, 93 that comes clean. A, that would have been a sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then blindside. Trey Norwood breaks up the pass intended for George Pickens. Yeah, but Mark Robinson came Mark screaming Robinson in. Mark Robinson would have a sack there, yeah. That's all, that was all play design, too. Yeah. Blitz design. Yeah, he kind of looped around the outside of the right, mm-hmm. on the right side, and, and there was nobody out there because they had all picked up their guys yeah, coming yeah, yeah. in. And he can close. Yes, he can. See ball, get ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he does. Okay, we got uh, 55 out there as a lone inside backer now. So this would be Dime. Name of Dime? Sure yeah, it looks that way. Yep. Yep. Hey, against 11 there yeah. in Dime. Norwood shifts back to deep safety. Pickens looked that way. It's Cody White. It's Cody White on a crosser there. Mm-hmm. That would have picked the the first down. Seeing more crossing routes too. Yeah, again, work in the middle, again, of, that middle field. of the field, right? Middle of the field, middle of the field, middle of the field. There's no uh, doubt, that's an emphasis. That's one thing. If I'm taking anything out of, out of this, uh, these training camp practices, it is they are working the middle of the field hard. Right. And I wonder if some of these, we see the offense holding the ball a little bit, waiting for some of that stuff to develop, or making sure that you look at those. That might be something that just training your eyes yeah, and getting into, into they stress yeah. to them. So. The middle of the field's been an issue, and I dug this little nugget up, which isn't great. I mean, it only over the last two years, only the Bears have fewer yards between the numbers passing the ball than the Steelers. I mean, so I look at it two ways. Like, boy, you should have done more of it. And the Steelers have a lot more passing attempts than the Bears. Yeah. But it's also uncharted waters. You know, like, what if you get good at that? You know what I'm saying? Like or at that's least a great, get average at it. Yeah, that's you know? a nice addition to your house. You yeah. know, you could look at it two ways. Like, okay, we didn't get enough production there. Not even close. But 
if we do, <laughs> you know, right, right. why do you think they drafted Washington? Why do you think you go sign Allen Robinson? You know, you already have Fryermuth. Guys like Pickens and Deontay can certainly work over the middle. Hayward, you know, like they got the bodies to do it. And now I think we're going to see it. Yeah, the second team unit in there now. Uh, Mitch Trubisky in the backfield with Jalen Warren. He's in the shotgun. Motions Austin from uh, left to right into the slot. Uh, from one slot to the next, he takes a snap. Ooh, Good nice rush by, by Herbert there. Yeah. A nice uh, little pass flip over Ooh. the middle to, to Connor Hayward. Ball, then. Yeah, lost the football. Shannon Sullivan hacked that out of there. Yeah, nice job by him yep. uh, getting that ball loose. And that's what, you know, those are the kind of plays that catch catch, catch a uh, coach's eye. Yeah, and Hayward is very unhappy He's with himself. He's not happy with himself. Great, I mean, it's, the sport's so funny. It's a great play by him until the last half a second. I <laughs> <laughs> did everything perfectly, yeah. got open, caught the football, got upfield, didn't finish the play. Yeah, it's one of those uh, – Great play. Don't do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of isolating on uh, Austin after the motion on that play. Yeah. He ran this like, this jerk route where he, you know, looks like he's going inside, puts his foot in the ground, just drives towards the sideline. That's going to be hard to defend with his skill set. I mean, yeah, he gets yeah. in and out of his break so well. Now he's got uh, Olszewski in the slot to his right, uh, Warren to his left in the sidecar. Trubisky scans the defense here. He takes a snap. And drops back. And, ooh, ooh, a whole was, lot of rush. Oh, boy, yeah. I don't know what they were – it looked like they were setting, up, like a they were setting up a screen. They, they, yeah. they allowed the rushers to come free, and somebody didn't get the assignment. Yeah. That's so it. Mitch just tried to run, and that wasn't going anywhere. That was not going to happen. That was a blow up. Yeah. We're going to take another break. He is yeah. Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. We are live from Steelers training camp practice here at St. Vincent College. Uh, Steelers have about a half an hour more to go here in this practice session. Uh, again, I've been told they're going to close with a little two-minute action here nice. uh, to finish off practice. So that'll be fun bringing you the play-by-play on that. Uh, but we'll be back with more right after this. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We have our live ongoing coverage of Steelers training camp practices here at St. Vincent College. And uh, we just saw the uh, team portion end, and we're on to uh, a little more uh, special teams action here. And they've got the pads out there again today, Matt, with the pads lined up like they are the gunner or the uh, uh, the jammers here on the outside. Yeah, originally I thought this was going to be a drill we've seen a lot special teams where they're coming straight at us across the middle of the field. But they have three lines to attack, I assume, a punt returner. Yeah, well, they get Gunnar Olszewski done with his back yeah. to the defense. I guess he just reacts three, to Yeah, three guys come, and then they got to you know, kind of hem him in. And sure work as a team, too. Yeah, like, you right. don't want to lose leverage, and somebody's got to put him on the ground, but you, know, you don't want to open a lane. This yeah, is like Velociraptor training. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Work in unison. Hunt you... as a pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wolves do this well. That, that's what I would call this drill if I were yeah, Velocir- Velociraptor. Let's, Velociraptor. Let's suggest that to him. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he would know what we're talking about. Yeah, maybe wolves maybe. or pack of sharks or something. Something, yeah. yeah. They're, they're hemming it in, and then boom. And I like how – so what happens here, the middle guy takes the inside, and then whichever way the punt returner breaks – and they don't know which that's, that's the outside that's why he's guy is that he's got he's got outside contained. And then what you see 
Watch how this happens here. You see the guy who's on the opposite side. He'll flow to the backside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a good, good way of putting it. You know, to put the caribou down. Yeah. The, uh, but the, Just in case he gets through the first two guys, mm-hmm. you have somebody there to, to be that third guy to get or him Or if on he cuts ground. it back heavy. Or, right. You know, some of these guys are so electric with the ball in their hand. But the biggest crime, my hunch would be, is if you can't give up the sideline. If you're right. one of these two yep. edge guys, no matter what you do, like in that last rep. Take a good angle. Connor Hayward really contorted his body just to make him go to the inside. No matter what, you got to be. Yep. Yep. And McFarland's doing it too. Not that he's going to return punts necessarily, but well, this, this but works this for works kickoffs for him. Too, right, yeah. right, exactly, right. Absolutely, it's training for both. of And these you things. want fast dudes that are hard to contain. Yep. Okay. Okay. Again, good. That's uh, that's our buddy eighty-seven there, uh, Rodney Williams. Yeah. Running down there and doing all right. So I mentioned before, I don't know what he does special teams wise, but he's out there giving it a shot. Yeah. Now we got uh, Austin doing it here. I don't know if they tell them which way they want to move. I don't think so either. I think he just right. kind of has to see I just think he does whatever he wants. He just has to turn and see it. And then create. Yeah. I'm not sure what the delay slow. is. There, there we go. Now we got – okay. Like, he okay. could try to just take it right up the middle. He like, could try that. Now he gets to the outside. Watch well, Joey Porter Jr. shuts that off. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. You, you want to see Joey Porter Jr. on some special team stuff. He probably didn't do any at Penn State. Oh, I would think not. Maybe his freshman year, maybe. Or maybe just practice. You know, who knows. Yeah. But, but yeah. he's got to be able to at least be valuable on kickoffs. Yeah, you would you hope know? he could do some. Yeah. So this is this is good training for him. Nice job there by uh, 17 uh, on defense. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, – I don't even see a 17 on defense here. Where, where are we at here? It's got to be a young cornerback. Oh, that's Trenton uh, Thompson, the, the new corner they signed yesterday. Bird, the returner, though, I mentioned him earlier. He's a short little guy, but he's got quick feet. He's got quick, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Simpson got down there quickly. Yeah, he did. So, like, 48 there. And, again, you're not trying to kill these guys, so yeah. it's a little bit hard. That's Roche. Especially as that middle guy, you're probably the one making the tackle, especially in this scenario. Yeah. But it's hard to chop your feet and sink your hips and, and gather yourself when you're running full speed, 40 yards down, 50 yards downfield. And Roche struggled with that a little bit on that play. Yeah, Herbig did a nice job there. Yeah. Of staying at home. You and gather get, yourself. Getting his feet stopped and boom, make the tackle. I mean, you don't Farland just run like a Killer crazy Bruce. man. Yeah, yeah Killebrew is really good at it. Yeah, I mean, right. That's that's how that's his bread and butter. You can just tell the, off that rep why he's employed as an NFL player. You know, yeah. you know, that he's was, patient. Like it times look, it perfect. Yeah. Don't overrun the play. Let no. it happen. Let the guy make all the moves he's going to make, and then, right. and then come I'll, in for the kill. Then go get him. Right. Yeah. Austin being shifty there. Yeah, he's a handful. But uh, I don't know who 17 is. I can't find that's him. That's uh, Trenton Simpson. That's the, oh, okay. Trenton Thompson, I should Thompson, say. Trenton okay. Thompson. Not Trenton Simpson, that would be a, a coup since he's in camp with the Ravens. Yeah, steal him from the rival. Throw yeah. him on this, this roster. Uh, but, yeah, he's the uh, the cornerback that they signed yet, or safety that they signed yesterday. He, his contain there could have been better, and yeah. you can see he's hanging his head. I'm sure he got an earful. Again, getting he got downfield too quickly. He's over-anxious yeah. over yeah, yeah, yeah. to go make that play, and you can't be over-anxious. Right. You have to stay in your lane. It's very much a balancing act. Yeah. Yep. Don't just Because you do want to scream down there as fast as you can, but can you chop your feet and change directions, things like that? Yeah. You don't want to be a straight-line athlete. Doing a little different drill here now. We've got yeah, I say, well, what's this all about? The, the kickers and punters are out there with pads on, or the long snappers, I should say. The long snappers and punters have pads. Which um, means they're just going to be – Crash test dummies, basically. Yeah, they're like right. – those are shields, basically. Mm-hmm. 
And so there's, there's two sets of those guys out there. Now we've got the punt returners back. And they've got shields. Yeah, they've got shields, too. I haven't seen this one. Getting everybody's creative got, here. Everybody's got shields. I guess they're playing the – And I'm trying to figure out what's going on at the 25-yard line, too, because there's – I assume those are going to be like your gunners, but yeah. you're not asking them to run all 50. This is more kickoff type stuff. Yeah, they're swimming through and then kind of breaking. This is going to be two different drills. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is more kickoff stuff. So the you know, like uh, you're the close guy, to the kicker, the guys who are working against the two jammers are they're either you know they're fighting through or ducking under through the uh, through the blocks and coming mm -hmm. up like they're okay. Now I'm through. I got to see. I got to find. The now ball. I got to go do my responsibility. Yeah. I did job. I did job one. I got through the first layer. Now I got to go. Hunt. Yeah, these are this is kick return because you've got mm -hmm. you've got uh, Anthony McFarland back there along with Russell and uh, eighty more eighty four Jamarcus Bradley. So those would be your kick return okay. guys here. So Bradley is an eager fellow. Yeah, he was he was first up in there. I don't know if that was supposed to be the case. You would think McFarland would take the first mm -hmm. reps on that. Uh, looks like Gunner back there as well. But in a way, this kickoff front line coverage drills a lot like pass rushing or getting off a. A jam for a wide receiver. You're, you're seeing, you know, up and under moves and rips and things like that to try yeah, to get through right. these two. Yep. You know? And it's, it's kind of weird to see tight ends and wide receivers, you know, dipping and ripping. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, that's not a skill set that they use. They a lot don't of. do it, right? Yeah, yeah, they just don't do it. Like a guy like Herbig, for example, who just did a rep. That's natural for him. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like he explodes off the line of scrimmage, yeah. couple steps into the into the rep. He's you know taking on a tackle and trying to beat him. Yeah split the difference there and just, you know, just get through it. You get, but you got to be able to fight through it. You can't get stuck on that block. Mm -hmm. It's almost, you know, they're almost getting, it's a Jerome Bettis, like get skinny in the hole. Yeah. Like, yeah slide, some of that too. Slide through. So yeah. Some of these guys are getting their shoulders parallel to the sidelines. Yeah. You know, just to get his, not any of the hit. That's what, that's what Bettis used to call it. Get skinny. Get skinny. In the, get yep, skinny yep. in the hole. Like he's a skinny guy. He can, yeah. hey, Jerome, you're never going to get skinny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny coming out of his <laughs> mouth. Right. <laughs> But that's what he would call it. Um, and he was as good at it as anybody. Yeah, yeah. Had those quick feet for such a big man. Soft, you know, just very – it's hard it to explain to people. If they had, if they never saw Jerome Bettis run, you just look at him and say, oh, he's a power runner, which no, he but, was. But there's some ballerina, but too. But he was nimble. Yeah, very much so. Which is what made him special. So they're doing the same thing, but they're running it the opposite direction. But this time they're not splitting the double team. They're taking it on the, on taking it the, the outside, outside yeah. right. So just a little bit different uh, sure. take on this on the same drill. In that situation, again, you're you're using that like a pass rusher, where you're getting the the shoulder through mm -hmm. with and the outside through, with the right. inside hand, and then ripping through that. Yeah. Yeah. And again, some of the the edge guys will do it well. Piece the of offensive cake. players, For the offensive alone, players, right. they just don't have to do that ever. It may never have until yeah. they got here. But Cody White looks like he's done it before. I'm sure he has done it a few plenty times, of these. Yeah. You know, right. And that's how a guy like him could make this roster. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, you start weighing it, you know, for that for that fifth or sixth receiver spot, and you say, okay, if somebody else, if, if Gunner isn't your return guy. Could it be White? Yeah, who's more valuable to your team? Is White mm -hmm. who's going to run down and cover kicks and yeah, punts yeah, and things yeah. of that nature and isn't going to hurt you on offense? I would think White could return kicks too. Probably. I mean, probably. I'm guessing. Yeah. You know, right. A bigger body guy. In fact, one of the one of the best returners that I remember uh, since I've started covering the Steelers 
was a big receiver, David Dunn. Do you remember David Oh, Dunn? yeah. He was like 235. He was a big receiver. Yeah, but he big, just thick guy. He took the kickoffs, and he went straight up field. He wasn't even super fast. No. Uh, he, he just, just had a knack once for he, it. And, once he built up speed, he hit the seam, and he was gone, and he was tough to get down in the open yeah. field like that. I mean, you were going to arm tackle him. Force equals M-A, and he had a lot of M. Yeah. And, and he was quick with his A to be decisive, you know. Yeah, and that's get, the key. The be trick. decisive. Yeah. Don't start dancing around. Once you start going sideways on a kickoff, you're done. You're done, right. You can do some of that on on punt returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elusiveness is better yeah. there. You just want to get downhill. But kick returns, you want to just get up yeah, get mm-hmm. upfield. And that's why you have some of the bigger body guys, running back types, because you, you have a better chance of breaking the arm tackles once you get you know rolling. Absolutely. We're going to take another break here. The Steelers uh, still have two more sessions remaining, I believe. I know they're going to at least 410 today, so we'll make sure we're back for – for those uh, two-minute offense drills here at the end of practice. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970, our live ongoing coverage here from Steelers training camp at St. Vincent College. We will be back with more right after this. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 